Hey guys, welcome to episode 118 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This week, I have for you the wonderful Evie Banuelos. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, I'll tell you all about her, obviously, in the intro and all these things, but she is a flautist. She's a dog lover. She's a badass. I, I've really enjoyed getting to know her over the past, well, I guess I've known her now for a few years, but especially over the past couple of months, we've I've been becoming friends based on charity she's really into uh into being charitable she has so many passions that uh derive from goodness which i think is very cool and every year i think i try to have somebody on the show uh that can kind of talk about that in some level and um we've had you know some success with trying to get people to donate some money during the holidays so i hope that uh, you guys will find interest whether it be in a charity that you already enjoy or something like St. Martin's Animal Foundation that uh, that Evie's here to talk about. Um, but she's an awesome person, and I hope that you will enjoy this episode. Um, uh, yeah, she's also the the flautist and um, uh, orchestra manager and contractor for Pop, the Pacific Opera Project, of which I've played several operas with now. Uh, they're a really, really great uh, opera outfit here in L.A., and uh, so that's another thing you can check her out on um but yeah i don't know you guys are gonna love this episode um i have a couple things to address right now and that is that next week is christmas and the next week is new year's eve and i had some plans for some shows that i wanted to do for you guys and the last month has been absolutely insane due to holiday business in general with gigs but also um due to the fact that my lovely girlfriend and i are going on a vacation for the first time ever in our lives so we are pumped as hell um but i decided even though you guys are gonna be pissed at me i decided to take a break uh, for the for the holidays, so we're not gonna do the crazy holiday shows we normally do. I apologize for that in advance, uh, but I hope that my, that my taking a break will encourage some of you other workaholics like myself to uh, possibly take a break as well of your own and to not get too pissed off at me for t- you know for taking that time. Um, but my lovely girlfriend and I are gonna be traveling, and, I, and I'm really excited to have some uh, one-on-one time with her just to enjoy the holidays together. So that's what I'm gonna focus on, and I really hope and encourage you to do the same if you're anything like me which if you are listening to this as a as a you know uh, weekly listener who likes this podcast i'm assuming you are something like me um so yeah i i just like to take that moment to encourage you to just go ahead and grab some time for yourself um that's what i'm trying to do this year and it's uh wildly uncomfortable but <laughs> but but i'm also extremely excited for that so uh i do apologize that you're not getting the crazy christmas episode or crazy new year's eve episode and stuff like that that i normally try to do but um don't worry i already have episodes recorded uh for the new in the, for in the new year i have some really great ideas for some special episodes i might possibly do at the front of the year um and in addition to that i also have some great guests uh that have uh, that are on deck to record in january so don't worry we're not leaving i know i know a couple years ago i said holiday break and it turned into a year break <laughs> but that will not be happening this year uh this is just a two-week break for my sanity uh, for my sanity and the health of my girlfriend and that. So we're going to, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's enough about that. Um, and that being said, I don't have really anything to plug for shows that you can come see me at because I'm leaving here on an airplane here in a couple hours. So uh, there won't be anything to come see me do. Uh, but if you want to check me out in any way, you know, you know, look me up, do albums, do YouTube videos, do the social media thing. Uh, you can follow us on our adventures. I'm sure we'll be posting stuff um, on my personal Instagram, Ninja Knutson, on Instagram and all that stuff. Anyway, that's enough about me. What you came here for is to hear about Evie. So, 
I am gonna let you do that now. But before I do that, what I always do is I wish you, you know, some a few things. One is comfort. I hope you're comfortable right now. I hope you're very happy. I hope you're close to loved ones. It is the holiday season after all. Uh, I hope you're close to your puppy. As you can hear, uh, Rupert is scratching. Seemingly for a long time. <laughs> He's scratching. He's here with me. Uh, I hope that if you're in the car driving that you feel safe and you're comfortable in that way. Uh, get yourself a chili beverage or a hot beverage. You know what I mean? And most importantly, like I tell you every week, and I mean, sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking show! Welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am, you guessed it, Super Strong. Today's strength level is Ebenezer Scrooge. Now, why is Ebenezer Scrooge? He's a negative character in time. Well, the reason is, today is kind of the episode where I have a guest on, not only an entertainer in LA, but also uh, someone who knows a lot about charities and I'm all about giving. And this is the episode before Christmas. Uh, this is the the last episode before Christmas. So you're taking a couple and, weeks off? Well, no, no, no. We just record in advance. So so I have several already recorded. All oh. of December's already recorded except for this episode. So mm. so you're you know, we're recording you for the future. For Back the future use. For the future. Back for the future. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ebenezer Scrooge now, he wasn't very giving. Uh he was very strong in his beliefs that he should be greedy, you know? But then and of one fateful night, his whole attitude changed, and he got the absolute opposite direction, and was throwing gold into the streets. Practically, I wish that was possible. I know, me too. Wish we could do more of that. So today, I brought somebody who, not only, like I said, is an entertainer that I would love to have on at any time of the year, but she's also someone that I look up to for all kinds of charitable reasons, and I wanted to have her on to feature because every year uh, about this time, I try to have at least one episode that you know features somebody that knows a lot about charities. And spends a lot of their time giving back to the community around them. So that's what this episode is. And my guest today is the lovely and talented composer, flautist. I'm not a composer. Right? You don't write anything? No. Oh, okay. I just throw that in because most people that I have are also writing something. Well, uh, you compose emails. <laughs> yeah, I compose Grant emails. proposals. <laughs> yes, I do. I do compose grants. All right, so fine. So I'm still correct. <laughs> I tried composing. It was pretty bad. Okay, fine. So, so not not necessarily now for her com- composing, but flautist <laughs> for sure. Uh, she, she is a, a dog lover. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, okay, what's your title with the Pacific Opera Project? Uh, flautist and then on the whole other end, the, what is it? The orchestra manager and contractor boom orchestra yeah. manager and contractor for the pacific opera project mm-hmm. this is the wonderful evie banuelos hi how's it going good thanks for having me <laughs> rupert. yeah rupert is uh sitting on you hanging actually i should take a picture of him because yeah. he looks he's so handsome absolutely ridiculous he looks like max from the what is it um the grinch <laughs> he's looking at the door <laughs> rupert <laughs> oh man um well the you know the audience because it is a audio medium not visual they often love to hear us do visual things on the podcast. 
makes I'm for hitting Rupert on the butt. Really, really uh, entertaining listening. <laughs> We're doing all visual stuff, and he is laying here. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, so that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. Rupert's here. The audience knows him very well. Good. He's on lots of As episodes. Uh, the audience also knows me because this is the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. However, sense. there are a lot of people that are going. Wait, who is? Who is this Evie Banuelos? <laughs> who is this? well? Some people probably know you because they, you know, they they saw that you were on and wanted to check out their friend. But oh. some people might be like, "Who is this?" Probably a lot. Of so people. my first question that I always give to everybody that comes on the show is very simple: It's just, "Hey, who are you, and what are you doing <laughs> what here?" What are you doing in my house? <laughs> Why are you here? I'm a human person. Yeah. Um, I like many musicians. I teach. I play, and I spend a ton of time working with dogs yep um and that kind of sums up my life <laughs> yeah those three things it sure sounds like the dog thing it seems like it's it's taken a lot of a lot of time yeah. just, especially it, as of late especially as of late yeah whenever i have breaks from school that's when i tend to just jump in head first so we had an extra long break because of the fires because right. my, my school is right between um calabasas oh. and malibu okay so we were closed for two weeks and then we had a week off for thanksgiving giving oh my god that can't be right yeah so you was, just like didn't work at all for a long time that's nice yeah i mean i taught some private lessons on the side but sure. i spent that entire time just writing grants and then we spent a good week and a half in mexico just doing dog rescue um and if we hadn't had that break we were still planning on doing the rescue over thanksgiving break but yeah summer break thanksgiving break winter break spring break that's usually when i go and actually do stuff sure um and then when we're not on break i you know try and help from my computer and just make a, a so much of it is just calling people and emailing people totally it's like the majority of it unfortunately yeah, yeah exactly um, yeah that's who i am that's awesome yeah and the, you just got back so this is we're, yeah. we're at the very end of november right now and you mm-hmm. just got back from mexico you were there for about a week yeah we got back last sunday and you were just rescued i was following all the updates on the on the Good. facebook thing it was so facebook. awesome you guys are doing that yeah yeah we essentially drove around and rescued dogs <laughs> yeah um i mean there was some form and logic to it but we got some leads on places or people that had a ton of dogs because unfortunately in mexico um there are not a lot of people who care and the few people who do care are generally a little crazier for some reason i mean if you look at rescue or charity in in general it's super unfortunate but the people who actually go out and spend their time helping others are not normal. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it sucks. I'm like the most normal yeah. <laughs> charity-esque person that sure. I know. And I'm a pretty weird. Yeah. Um, so my, my They're not normal. <laughs> no. And you know what? I realized it is. It's that you have to dedicate so much of your time and life and personal life that normal people just won't do that. Right. And so many people want to help. And many people have sent us money or sent us good wishes or given us donations. And that's awesome. And that really, like, we can't do it without that stuff. Otherwise, I would just be completely broke right now. Right. But it's, there are not enough people who are willing to, like, go and get their hands dirty, if sure. that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, but that's, I guess that's the way of the world. Because if everybody did that, then there would be no money. And yeah. the, the capitalism would die. I don't know what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's crazy. Yeah, that's. I wonder if it's a product, like if people that are just like lacking yeah. some social skills or so, a normal human brain Maybe. stuff, if they get into it, or if it's a product of doing it for a long time and they become Maybe. crazed. For me, it's stubbornness. It's yeah. just straight. Like I'm such a stubborn. Can I swear on your? Show? Of course. I'm yeah. a stubborn bitch, and yeah. like I cannot <laughs> let things bitch. go to a degree. And if I have the time, I'll just you know whether it's getting the grant money that we need or just going and saving a dog or networking a dog. 
Yeah. If there's a problem, I cannot let it go. Yeah. So yeah. that's what gets me, I guess. And then for, I, I want to say for most rescuers or charity, I don't know what else, you know. Yeah, yeah. Charitable persons. Charitable persons. Um, <laughs> it's the same. They just are, I don't know. There's a lot of really, really nice people. And I, I think it's the same though, that they know that something's going on and they can't forget it. Right. Yeah. And most people, like my boyfriend, he's so good at, uh, compartmentalizing so I'll get upset over something I'm like how does this not upset you he's like because I don't have time to be upset so I'm choosing not to be I'm like oh, oh. you can choose what emotions you feel <laughs> what's that like I can't freaking do that uh, yeah I have a difficulty with that as yeah. well yeah yeah and I, it makes me mad when, some, when someone's really mad about something and right. then they're just like well anyway okay well let's let's You're go like, have Whoa. a beer I'm like no I'm still this mad about this thing solved. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it yeah you, you were just so mad now right. you're just totally right. fine yeah. yeah, I have a hard time switching from thing to thing as Me well. Me too. I it's... can try to, I can try to curb it. Like if I see myself going into it, you yeah. know. But I can't. But once I'm like angry about something or upset or passionate, then I'm just. Are you a I'm very angry. like all or nothing person? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I get especially with when it comes to goals and stuff. Like I right. get obsessed about yes. getting it done and completing it and doing it and stuff. And it's, it's, if I say I'm gonna do something, like it's gonna happen. Like, I, have, right. I have to make it happen. So. Yep. Know. It's it's a little crazy too. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we probably have that in common, which is why we're becoming friends. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he's probably insane. crazy insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, is it frustrating that most people always just only want to give during the holidays? No, I will. If you want to give me money, I'll take it whenever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this this most recent one, uh, this trip to Mexico was sort of my. I don't know what to call it, like experiment, because I've been helping with rescues in some form or another for. 10 years and I'm 30. So that's, you know, saying something. Um, and this most recent one, I heard about a problem from my boyfriend's mom who lives in San Luis, Arizona, which is right across the border from San Luis, Mexico. Okay. And you know, we do similar things. We love dogs and helping them and animals, but her, the problem over there is so much worse. Like they, there are just dogs on every street. You cross the street, there's a dog. Some of them are injured. Some of them are starving. There's dogs everywhere. And the people don't have the resources to help, and some of them just don't want to. And the city, like animal control, if you want to call it that, literally, if they pick them up, they just euthanize it. And they don't do it humanely. Not that euthanizing a dog is humane, but like at least when we do it, they're not in pain here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's a whole other mess. And uh, I would hear about it from my boyfriend's mother, Sylvia, and I got obsessed. And I... I mean, I've heard about it before, but something was different this time. I guess maybe it was I saw the pictures or... Yeah, we were helping her try and get these two dogs, Minnie and Lolo, adopted. And then looking at the pictures and hearing about it and kind of pressing for more information and realizing that there were 60 dogs, that some of them were killing each other because they don't have enough food. It was horrible. They were dying from heat stroke over the summer. Like, it was awful. Yeah. And I couldn't do nothing. So I talked to her over the phone and I realized that even if we applied for some grants, it would take too long for the money to come in. And because she's not technically a nonprofit and the nonprofit that I work with is in the U.S., it was like, this is going to take too long. I'm just going to try and raise money. So we raised like $2,400, which we still have a little bit left. And thank God, because in Mexico, vet care and food is way cheaper. Yeah, for sure. It carries a lot further. Yeah. So we just got the money. We went down there and we just went to the places where we knew the dogs were and started taking them to the vet and the ones that we could we brought back yeah so you're down there for like a week did you do any like horsing around or was it all dog saving did you get any the only relaxation like horsing around i did was when i was stuck at the house because so you know the border's been super messed up recently right for sure on our second or third day there we decided to build um dog houses because it was cheaper to just build them from all the like wood scraps right 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 buy them Uh uh-huh 
And I am horrible at anything that involves making anything. <laughs> so I like, I tried for like an hour to build like the smallest, crappiest. I could. <laughs> for any of you who have never tried to put a nail into wood, yeah. it is freaking hard. It is hard. Yeah. And, and then when you use the electric screwdriver thing, it either like goes in way too fast or it won't yeah. go. It's so I gave up. Yeah. And instead I tried to be helpful by like babysitting. I have my two little nieces there, like cleaning the house, making food, Yeah, which was fine. Like I'm happy to do that and help out, but I started getting a little, um, stir crazy and sure. Yeah. So no, to answer yeah. your question, I didn't really horse around <laughs> in this yeah. desert suburb of Arizona. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. It's just all crazy. Yeah. yeah. I get it, man. Well, that's so awesome that you're doing that and that right. you're spending so much and we'll talk more about it. Um, you love all animals. I know that. Yeah. Right? You, you're an animal. I have my favorites. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about the, the age-old battle of dogs versus cats? I have always considered myself a dog person. Uh-huh. And in the past, I was always like, oh, I like cats, but you know, whatever. And over the last couple of years, I have realized that in the turn of a, I don't know, the hat or whatever, uh-huh. I could be a cat person. Okay. The tables after, have turned. Yeah. Kittens are so freaking cute. Kittens are very and cute. I've rescued a couple of kittens the last couple of summers. Um, for those who don't know, springtime in LA is like feral cat breeding season. Yeah. And by summer we start getting dozens of phone calls a week about people who have cats like dying in their yards, drowning in their pools. They're just cat craze. So every summer we end up rescuing a couple kittens and they're so freaking cute. Kittens are very cute. And they like purr and they rub themselves on you. You're like, Holy crap. It loves me. I love you too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I've, I've gotten really close to getting a cat, but my, my dog would try and eat it. Yeah. That's the only reason I don't have one. Yep. I get that. It's, it's strange how baby things uh, can trick you into thinking that you're going to have it. Cause it's like a chicken. You know, like a, a baby, baby chick, is the so cutest cute. thing, but then it turns into a kind of a monster in a way. Yeah, with like eyes looking the other way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like a puppy, so cute, Ugh. turns into a badass dog. Yeah. Or a duckling, cool turns as hell when they get to be a duck. That's yeah. so cool. You're right, some animals grow up <laughs> to be like cooler versions of themselves. Yeah, yeah it's worse. like go from super cute to super cool, and then some go from like super cute. They're all pretty much all super cute when they get as little babies, but then they grow up into this creepy thing. Yeah. Yeah, bats are creepy all the way around. They're, they're a bit terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, flautist. Is that the term that you use for yourself? Yeah, flautist or flutist. Flutist. Either. Okay. Either one. Yeah. Not Piper. <laughs> I think what my teacher used to say was the only difference between a flautist and a flutist is whether they decide to call themselves a flutist. Like what right. kind of person says flautist and what kind of person says flutist. I guess that's kind of my question because it feels like it's the correct term to use, but it also sounds like... It's, it's it's just it sounds kind of haughty. I know, I know, and haughty. honestly, I, I just like using the word haughty now, does. And I, I swear, some flute player or flautist is gonna listen to this and be like, "You stupid bitch! Like, <laughs> you got it all wrong." But in my experience, it's either it's yeah. like you know the British spelling or the American spelling. Yeah, whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I I always think about stuff like that, like croissant or croissant. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! People that say croissant, herb, it's herb. like it's like oh yeah, herb and herb. It's like careful, careful. <laughs> That's really important. Um, would you say opera or na pra? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, do That's I the like best opera answer. or not like opera? Yeah. Oh, I, opera. Lo- I love opera. You love opera, I right? I love opera. A big fan. Yeah. Where are you from originally? San Francisco. Okay, San Francisco. Were you into opera your whole life or what made you no, get into it? I used to hate it, actually. Okay. Um, Just hate it? Like, uh, did you actually hate it from going or did you hate it like, I, oh, opera's lame, like when you th- when people say, like, I hate rap I or country? I I hated it 
because I, even though I was a classical instrumentalist, I thought it was really pretentious. Right. And I didn't find the voices pleasing. Sure. And I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was like I didn't understand why there had to be a singer. I wanted to just focus on the music, you know, yeah. symphonies, blah, blah, blah. Sure. And then um, I started dating my boyfriend, Louvie, and we would go on these road trips. And he would always want to listen to opera. I was like, oh, fine. And obviously, I started playing with pop even yeah. before that. And mm -hmm. I always loved playing operas because you... Uh, for those of you who have played in operas, you can rarely hear the singers. You're really right. just listening to everyone else with kind of an echo of singing in the background. And that was awesome. Um, and then I really started listening to operas and I don't know, I guess they just grew in me and now I freaking love them. They're, yeah. they're amazing. I they love are. listening to the different singers and trying to distinguish their voice types and whether I like them or not. And, and I, lo I love always thinking about the composition of that, like yeah. just how thorough every little thing is thought of like, you know, I mean, from where the, where the characters need to speak or sing right. and like, and, and like where, where little lines between the, you know, mm -hmm. the entire orchestra yeah, line up like with that stuff. Yeah, layers of and... music behind the voice. Yeah. A lot of people are just hearing the voice and they don't even realize that behind it is, well, I guess, I don't know if they do, maybe it's subconscious, but. And then you start, if you start digging into like the, the complicated rep of like each oh, instrument, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and and it's like, oh wow, like this part is just mostly rests for this entire for the right. entire orchestra, but it's yeah. such a, a integral part, you yeah. know, for the flute or for the, mm -hmm. for the percussion or whatever, you know. So I I, I love opera too. It's been it's it's such such a it's such a cool genre. But it, I think it is it does fall into that big three of like when people say what type of music they don't like, Re they're always like rap, country, opera, you know. Oh, I thought I feel like was, people say that. I feel like well, okay, I work with a lot of kids and they all love mm. rap. And yeah. I don't, oh yeah. So hip hop has really come around. Yeah, but I feel like the people who like rap don't like opera, and the people who like opera don't like rap. But I don't yeah. know a lot of people who don't like both. Yeah. <laughs> it's like like you're either cool or you're not. Yeah, exactly. Well, and country falls in there too. People are like, country's stupid. It's too easy. But it's like, man, every style when done right. Oh yeah, is super could be amazing. cool. So, yeah, exactly. just ha you just have to hear the right shit. You know, that's just all there is to it. Yeah. In my opinion. No, I agree. Uh, why charity so good? Wait, what charity? So good? <laughs> no, why? Why charity so good? Yeah. Why, why is so it so good? good? <laughs> are you high? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. No, I often uh, have a strange way of asking questions. Why charity so good? Yeah. Like mine or in general? In general. Why is it good to be charitable? Because we got to help each other. I agree with that. Yeah. Or more importantly, help other people. When yeah. I say each other, it kind of makes me think we're all, we're all assholes. Let's be real. I think that's true. All of us yeah. are big dicks. And, um, <laughs> except for Rupert here. Yeah. Rupert's not. Animals tend to not be. He's comfy. Like he can't even fit in my lap, but he's sitting here anyway. Cause I don't know. Like we love each other. For the we listener. He's been, he's been like, with one of his legs clawing onto the side of her leg, trying to stay on her lap, and it just keeps going down. Yeah, he's like a bit bigger like, than my lap, stay. but and my stay. dog is like four times as big as Rupert, and she'll try and sit in my lap. Exactly, yeah. Because they love you so much that they just they, just wanna, they want to make it work. Rupert needs to be touching. He, yeah. he really needs to be Look touching. Oh boy, I love his mohawk. Um, yeah. <laughs> charity's so good because, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to sum it up as a pessimist, there's a bunch of selfish assholes out there. Yep. And I think the things that we need are not always provided to us. So uh, who was it that has the pyramid of needs? Was that Maslow? Or Ooh. Someone's pyramid. Yeah. Of I can't needs. remember that. Yeah. Stupid I remember that pyramid. term, but I haven't thought about that in a long time. And um, you know, obviously I love the arts and I've been doing it my whole life and there's a special place in my heart and it, you know, makes me feel amazing things. Right. But as someone who has dedicated a lot of time to sitting alone, practicing and going to concerts and performing in concerts, um, something, it's not enough for me. Yeah. And actually my boyfriend said it very well one day when he said, you were meant to do better things than just play the stupid flute. Yeah. And I totally agree. I think 
that the arts and that kind of it's a great way to like fill the soul and feel good but there are people who don't have houses there are dogs who don't have food there are kids starving in africa like there are so many beings and any single one of those problems is a lifelong study and like how to help choose one kid yeah and spend your entire life trying to help that kid or that town or exactly you know this industry or organic farming or sustainability and it's like you know what do you go with do you go with cancer do you go with dogs do you go with the environment but all of them are important and yeah i guess the issue is that we all go around worried about ourselves which makes sense because we have to stay alive we have to have enough money to have our our house and food for our beautiful fat dogs like rupert Mm -hmm. and um you know have some fun and have some drinks and have comfort and have a car and be able to buy the things that you know make you happy a warm cozy blanket and Mm -hmm. it's just we never very often don't take the time to think about those who have nothing and that when i hear about it it just um i'm not satisfied so that's why i do charity and i think that's why everybody does it it's like a problem that we totally i totally agree with that yeah that's laurie and i uh talk a lot about that because it it, will find ourselves complaining about something in our life and then it's just like what the hell are we doing you're like god this is what do i do yeah it's just so ridiculous so then you're frustrated with that and then you want to try to let's again right and especially we're both in arts too and it's that same thing it's like i love it throw so much money at the the problem sure and for most of us i think we're so busy that uh the best we can do is, you know, I see a sad picture on Facebook. I'm like, oh my God, okay, I'll donate 30 bucks. And I do, exactly, and then yeah. I feel a little better because I can't fly to China and like save dogs from the meat festival. There. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. fucking hate it. I know. And I want to go over there and like punch some people in the face and yeah. have the dogs pee on them. Yeah. But I can't. So the best thing I can do is donate $40 to the Humane Society. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I think some people have gotten really good at saying, oh, that's too bad, but because I can't solve all these problems, I just won't do anything. Right, yeah. And, like, if you're going to not do anything, at least throw 40 bucks at the problem because then somebody else will do something and you've helped. Yeah. Anyway, that's my philosophy. I agree. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah, just any little bit can yeah. help, you know. Yeah. I actually just saw – do you know, do you watch that Nas Daily video? Those mm-hmm. videos that – it's like I can't remember. His name is Nas at the NAS, but no. he does a, it does a one-minute video every day. Um, and he's been doing it for a long time. He's really, it's pretty like cool. Cool. seems like a cool guy. I don't know what nationality he is, but he just seems like a cool guy and he's like a very big heart. And he's you should just, have him on your show. I would love to. He's, he's super famous at this point. I don't know how to get a hold. He's always traveling. I don't even know how to get a hold of that guy, but he's, he's got millions of followers and stuff oh, cool. on, on uh, his Facebook stuff. But he did, he just did a little story about this guy who was stuck. Uh, he was a Syrian refugee that was stuck in an airport for six months and he oh couldn't God. get out and, and like, but because he had did a video on him, like there was like 18 right. million shares and likes and people were writing in about this. That's and, what does it. But it's, and when you think about that, all those people just did one like right. or one share or right. one, like that's only one thing. But yeah. when you add up everybody together, it turns into a big thing. So if you give 20 bucks. Yeah. And people are always like, it's not enough. And it's like, well, no, but it is. If everybody did that. Well, it was, it's almost like voting. Exactly. Like saying that every vote counts. And in a way it, it definitely does, but it also doesn't, which I yeah. get but it's more like, can you get a lot of people to vote on the same thing? Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're always taking donations, our charity, um, St. Martin's. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the thing is you'll get a couple donations here and there, but it takes social media or a sad story or the right person plugging it for you to get hundreds of thousands or millions. Right. Yeah. And most of us are not that famous or popular or whatever. And so it's just, uh, and then that's also kind of a shame because a lot of charitable organizations are just, kind of doing the dog and pony show to try and get and that's one of the only ways to get 
a good amount of money. I think that's why we mostly do grants. Like we share what we're actually doing on social media because people want to see it and we know it'll help with donations, but that's it. Like we're not going to fluff anything. No one has time for that. We're just going to do what we do. Yeah. The, I know. Th- the thing too is like the, I hate how the algorithms work where you only see things that it's, it's like preaching to the choir kind of right. thing. Exactly. Because I, I just saw my buddy TJ who used to live, uh, TJ Tesh, who's a past guest actually, he's a trumpet player. Now he lives in Mississippi, but he, uh, he has been posting up this, um, uh, or he posted up a, a thing from a, a dog, like a, a, a pound and where in his town in where he south? lives oh, and the set and like God. this beautiful dog that's been there for oh. a couple of years. And it's like this <laughs> older dog and they, they cannot get rid of it. And like, and they're like, she's so sweet. She, she's like, she's a pit bull, you know, but she's one of, like sweetest looking are the best bull. people. I know. And best. it's just insane. But so like, they can't get rid of this dog. They can't get any, anybody to get it at home. And th- then, so they put it online and it's been shared all over the place. Right. And then you look at the comments and they're like, they're, they're oh, even a guy. I would take it. Oh, I wish I could. I wish it. I could take it. I'm, I'm already fostering two dogs or I right. wish I could take it. I already, I, I'm yeah. only allowed to have People one. Like I wish I could take it. You know, yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, it's just like every single person is like, I'm already fostering at max capacity Dude. or whatever. And they even, there was even a guy at the front of it that was like, Hey, I'll call in right now and I'll, I'll can I pay for all the fees and all the like and I'll just sponsor right. it. Like somebody can just come and pick it, pick her up right, right now. Like I, make it yeah. completely cost free. So they did that. So now it's just this free dog, you know, and they can't get her off their hands, you know. Jesus and I'm just like, man, damn, because because that information is not getting to the people that are ready to do it. You know? Yes, yeah, we. I I've been fostering for. Sorry, I had to get up because Rupert wants to go outside. Should I open the door for him? What Rupert? What Rupert? He got excited because I think Lori's awake. And she's walking around. Him. Oh my God, he has the fluffiest paws. Um, <laughs> I've been fostering for a long time, and one of the dogs I used to foster, Raider, who was awesome, uh, we had a connection somehow with Caesar Milan's Facebook page. Which, okay. As you can imagine, it's not really run by him. It's by right. like his assistants or whatever. And we had this amazing opportunity to get our foster dog, Raider, yeah. uh, featured on Caesar Milan's Facebook page as an adoptable dog. And we were like, oh my God, you know, he's going to get a billion hits. And sure enough, we featured him and the cutest headshots and a great description. And there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of comments. And there were only maybe two people who said like, oh, I would love to adopt him. How can I get more information? And we'd contact them. And then it just didn't pan out. Yeah. And this was like the most amount of people I could ever expect to see anything that I would ever post. Right. And it just, it was all talk. Yeah. There was like hundreds of people who said, Oh, let me take him. Where is he? How do I play? And then when we'd follow through, there were two people total who got back to us, and they weren't the right fit for him. They just kind of said it to say it. Oh, that sucks. I know. And he's he's fine now. He's still he was not adopted, but he's living at this amazing sanctuary up in Portland with like ten other dogs. So, Whoa! So he has a good life. But Portland dog sanctuary. And, yeah. And our country has even less like free unhoused dogs than other countries. And yeah. Like, yeah exactly it's crazy yeah and yeah. that's that and that's one of the i mean not to defend the the meat festival stuff too but it's they, they, there's this problem of these rampant yeah. dog populations too so i mean there there is a problem but it's not sure. being, it's not being it's like, taken care of the, the dogs way. exactly give them birth control pills. yeah stop don't create. eat them exactly it's just insane um are you vegan or vegetarian in general i can't remember yes you are vegetarian or both vegan uh, it depends vegan <laughs> flexible vegan i don't want to get into it yeah exactly uh, yeah because i i swear if i say one or the other it's gonna piss somebody off sure um i I feel so people always whenever that comes up on the show people always feel bad about it you know and i'm like and that sucks it's like there's like a negative stigma on something that's so positive no i'm i'm at least a vegetarian yeah because i love animals and then there's the sustainability aspect of it Um, sure 
Oh, sorry. I thought Rupert was saying something. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, who cares about sustainability? Mm, no, there was somebody screaming outside. Yeah. L.A. Yeah. It um, gets crazy over here sometimes. You never know. Yeah. And if if I had the time and the money and someone else would cook for me, everything I ate would be plant-based, organic, non-GMO. Um, but, you know, I do my best. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try. I try and, like, support what they call they're like this new egg thing is pasture raised oh right 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 yeah those are awesome so i started trying those um because they actually (laughs) will include like a picture of the chicken Uh, (laughs) like meet ethel she's chilling on the field she likes to eat seeds yeah all right right, Ethel. they all do but you know like as they should be basic bitch (laughs) (laughs) eating their damn seeds no oh man (laughs) exactly yeah yeah that's now i'm gonna get emails about No, that's hilarious. Um, I was, what was I think? Oh crap! I had a thought that I that I was it about called Ethel? her basically. I think it was about Ethel <laughs> being basic. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so I've been asking all kinds of questions of you, and it's time to go into our first segment. If that's okay dun, with you. Dun, dun. <laughs> okay so with let's go into the first segment. This is a segment called the Compliment Corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the Compliment Corner. Oh my god. Hey. If I played that for any of my students, they would find a tomato and throw it at me. But they're they're not. They're not what does that mean? Oh, because they're like so rap so much? No. Yeah, they're like teenagers. You know yeah. how teenagers are. I love them with all my heart, but yeah, God, they're sounds like you need me to come into a class and play them that for. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> you're even lamer than we thought. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, in the compliment corner, it's a very simple game. Uh, it's just a you know the dark, the world's dark, gloomy. Yeah, it can be a crazy place. There's all kinds of crazy stuff happening politically. Oh, yeah. All kinds of stuff happening all the time, freaking everybody out. Uh, so the comment corner is just a nice time for me and my guest to take a moment to pretend that nothing else crazy in the world is happening. And I'm going to look you in the eye. I'm going to give you a compliment that I mean. You'll flip it around on me. Give me a compliment that you mean. And then we'll both walk out of here. How One many compliment minutes do heavier. I have to come up with your compliment? <laughs> you have 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, no, it can be very easy. Okay, very, no, very I'm simple. Kidding. I was um, being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's my compliment for you. You're an asshole. No. Uh, in the complimentary. No, um, okay, so... Are you ready to play Compliment Corner? I think I'm ready. Okay, well, welcome to the Compliment Corner. Thank you. Um, okay, so uh, my comment for you is this. I'm having you on this episode because of this very, very uh, specific detail. But we, we became friends doing the Sailor Moon Symphony, oh, I believe. Oh, yeah, the Sarah Symphony. Well, so, yeah, the Sarah Symphony several years ago. And we've been in touch loosely and done some operas together and stuff. Um, but it was just as recently when I real I always knew that you were like a dog lover because you post about stuff every once in a while. Yes. <laughs> um, but but like the the idea that you really put skin in the game, like you like you not only financially but time and like I mean every asset available. You are it's it's a very selfless act and I like I just I was very very impressed with you and Louie like for going down to Mexico and being like we're taking care of this like we're doing something you know I mean obviously. There's all these problems and you can focus, you know, all the stuff right. like, you know, there's, it's such a big problem. It's hard to do, but you, you're doing your part 
And I think that that's incredible because so many people don't do that. And you guys are really taking the bull by the horns. And you do it throughout the year, not just during the holidays. Right. This happened to be during holiday times. But I see you guys doing stuff all throughout the year. So I, I'm really impressed by that. I think Thank it's awesome. You. That's yeah. really sweet. Yeah. I, I won't lie. It's super helpful to hear that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not for others. But there's something, yeah, there's something of like hearing from other people you know, maybe all we can do is give you our words. Maybe we can give you some cash. Maybe we can give you some dog food, but know that like we support you a hundred percent. Yeah, and for if sure. We could, we would be there with you or send you this. I'm like, oh, that's the shitty thing about being friends with like a bunch of musicians. Yeah, no, but you know, <laughs> none I of us have money, but we're all like so passionately caring about everyone. <laughs> yeah, if enough people sent twenty dollars, which they did, we ended yeah. up, you know, up with uh, almost two thousand five hundred, which is plenty for the. 12 dogs we rescued that yeah, was great that's awesome um okay my compliment <laughs> for you was actually kind of similar that you saw what we were doing and immediately like offered yourself as a base of support and i sure. did not like again i knew you like dogs but there were yeah. a couple people in this most recent experience that came out of the woodworks yourself included who were mm -hmm. like i want to help yeah uh, how can i help and you did you helped you gave us some money mm -hmm. you had me on to talk about this you helped me with that um editing thing yeah that's right so yeah. ryan helped us edit one of our i think it was a cover letter for a grant because he's mm -hmm. really good at <laughs> writing actually <laughs> um and i so appreciate that you kind of like what you said you took the bull by the porn you put your money where your mouth is and you like made yourself available and that i couldn't do this without people helping yeah for sure so well cool thank you yeah well hey that's been the compliment corner wow. <laughs> pretty nice and easy we're like it feels good in the comment corner <laughs> yeah like we'll be here for two hours complimenting uh, each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> no uh just a little game just to practice i think it's good to practice commenting people you it know because we often don't do anything positive or or know. or do something negative to people yeah, it's either like neutral in. or negative it's hardly ever like you know you build people up it's good to remember it's a good activity our to kids do. should really do stuff like this the problem is that half of them would take it seriously and the other half would just laugh and then i'll want to punch them no uh -huh. i can't yeah it's tricky because <laughs> can be tricky right and i was probably that what age are they to middle school I, or high school i teach all the way from ecc up through 12 so okay like two-year-olds up to 18 year olds um and yeah. it, you know every kid is different Yep, and I'm exactly. a smart ass and a jerk too sometimes, yeah. but uh, on those long days where you get your butt off and they're just this, that one thing they say and you're like, Oh my God. Shut up. Yeah. Why? I have a t particularly difficult time with middle school aged kids. Yes. Okay. Like, yeah. cause I teach that kids, like I teach a lot of chemistry in the summer where it's all little kids and I love right. that. And I teach high school year round. Yep. And I love that, you know, because you, you can joke around with them a little right, bit more and, right. they, and they have their own brains. Yes. <laughs> but exactly. middle school, everyone's just so miserable. So you're right. Maybe I don't hate kids. I just hate middle school. Middle school age. Yeah, they're just <laughs> punks, man. The and they're all trying ones. to and try, they're oh, all trying to impress so so somebody. Cool. And they're like, so dude, cool. you are twelve. Yeah. Stop. Shut up. You are twelve. Yeah. Ugh. Just want to clunk their heads together like coconuts. I know. I know. And some of them are actually very mature. And it's like those are the ones that get picked on yeah. or other mm -hmm. people don't and so they're cool. having their own problems in the right. hating life then it's like everybody i have a bit I, I think that middle school teachers that do that full-time yeah must have insanely huge hearts because and patience it's just like absolutely to be around that many kids just trap just like all the most awkward stages of humanity mm -hmm. and then just trap them in a room in a building together <laughs> put them in there yeah. for hours a day it's confusing and bad um <laughs> but <laughs> but let's move on to the next game this is a game called Learning by listing. Rapid fire. That was an explosion sound that you just heard. Now, I think something that you would agree with is that if you hear an explosion, that means 
It's very serious. <laughs> yes. Serious time to Super be serious. Super serial. Uh-huh. <laughs> Super serial. So what's going to happen in this game is in order to learn more about you, uh, myself and the listener, we, I will give you uh, a couple of topics and then you will, uh, and I'll give you 20 seconds on the clock. Okay. And then you will list as many things that come to your mind in that time. And it doesn't have to be, it can be anything. It's like a Rorschach test. You know, you can just say whatever comes to your, there's no wrong answers. So you're going to see how messed up my brain is. Yeah. But it's, I mean, the, and okay. the first round will be more specific and in the, in your vein and then we'll do, and then we'll do something that's more tricky. I feel like it's important to tell people that we have been drinking wine. Yeah, that's true. That being said, I say terrible things <laughs> during the day anyway so yeah and you're on your first glass of wine so yeah don't, yeah so but don't I, i'm there. actually a lightweight oh, i don't okay. look it but i don't drink that much <laughs> that's all good all right all sweet right, so let me get the timer ready good boy rupert i will give you the, the i will give you the topic and then i'll say go and you'll have 20 okay. seconds plus as many things as you can okay <laughs> the first topic is operas go fun old pretentious old <laughs> italian german japanese english wait do i say whole sentences or just words anything that comes to mind i wish that more people enjoyed the opera i wish that more people actually listened to what was going on i wish that when they put operas on they didn't just park and bark Stop. I... <sighs> no more just don't you dare good thoughts. don't you dare say Damn anything it. more it was all trash ryan <laughs> i like we'll see so we see how your brain works a little bit you go into pragmatic very uh, first and list you know things and you know as they're coming to your mind. But then you went, wait, how can I better use this time? Let me let me get here. Let me get on a soapbox here and talk huh. about opera being even better and like right right along the lines of charity. I think I, I also see this. I do the soapbox a lot. That's one of my issues. Um, and what's funny? One what, of your what issues. What you saw is like how it could be better. I would just call judgmental. I'm <laughs> extremely judgmental. <laughs> well, I don't see so- soapbox as a negative thing. I hope you don't. Well, think, that's probably because that you way. might also be a soapbox person. Oh yourself. crap! <laughs> You've never have you Is ever had people tell you? I've had people all my life like, "Why are you always telling other people what to do?" I'm like, "Because they're always doing the wrong thing." Sure, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah so I, I would assume. Yeah, I, I think that's probably true. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like soapboxes like like you get on the so- and like get everyone's attention and kind of like you know give them right. the, give them the news i guess so, I, so yeah so oh interesting so i don't i don't see it normally as i mean obviously you're you know putting your point across right. you know on the soapbox it's but usually it doesn't unsolicited. have to be yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's, true. <laughs> that's probably what it is <laughs> i definitely am yeah i mean i have a podcast called ryan is super strong so yeah there you go. <laughs> probably and you don't know if people turn it off if you knew you would like call them up the like, turn, it back turn it back on i'm about to say something really good you gotta hear it <laughs> no i don't think uh, people think i think that but maybe who knows i don't know what people think i don't know um but i don't mind either way <laughs> that's funny but I, yeah i think that um you know you listed a lot of things about opera first off i thought you i thought you might list actual operas like that you know oh that was kind of what i thought you might go to but you didn't even say one no i'm too judgmental <laughs> yeah so you just said old you said old twice there's <laughs> a lot of the the operas that people think of are old and i was almost yeah. going into the mind of what other people think of opera for some reason sure which is old in other languages <laughs> But that's uh, that also goes to what you think about you know like uh, you as a person you think about what others others are thinking. I do often first try to put yourself in other people's shoes. Am I yep. correct in that? Oh yeah, it doesn't always help, but yeah, I try. Yeah, I think it was uh, one of my mom and I's one of our favorite quotes for a long time was always the I think it's Winston Churchill. It said, "Don't judge a man before you've walked a mile in his shoes, because oh, then yeah. then you'll be a mile away from him and you'll have his shoes." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I like that. Uh, I think I live my life <laughs> like that pretty well. Yeah. Do something sneaky and get away with that Santa Butch. Um, all right. Are you ready for the next round? I'm ready. Okay. The next round. This is uh, Christmas time. We're getting into the Christmas time. Okay. You know, as when people are hearing this episode, Christmas will be next week. Whoa. Just around the corner. You know, God. we're about a month away at this point. It's but, but uh, the listeners will be going. Christmas is right around the corner. So mm-hmm. this topic is places that you can hide gifts that you don't want to be found. Ooh. Go. The attic, if you have an attic. Under your bed, if you have dogs, which you should, on a high shelf or cupboard. Uh, in the bathroom, behind sheets, behind sweaters that nobody wears, behind shoes, uh, under the sink... Yeah, under the bed. I don't know. My boyfriend's soup. <laughs> Damn it. I was going to say, the people in my house like don't look that hard, so it's really not that hard. <laughs> don't look that hard. I like behind shoes. That doesn't seem like a good hiding well, place. Well, my shoes are not super organized, so yeah. it just looks like a pile of shoes. So <laughs> behind it, there could be stuff. Behind the big shoe pile, there could be all kinds of things. That's hilarious. I was thinking, like, Lori, my girlfriend, she has, like, boxes of shoes. So she could put stuff behind there i guess i mean do you know people who actually look for gifts like uh no i well i mean i've heard recently that a lot of people do that and i never did that like children children do that yeah but i think adults too i think adults probably too i didn't do it as a child i didn't care like go sneaking through their own house to find a gift that someone bought them yeah who does that i I, I don't know i don't know i don't think people do that maybe not I, i i i bet people do there's that golden rule now of like if you can think of it Somebody else is doing it already. If you care that much about presents, I hope you're like 14. Because <laughs> once you get older, as yeah, you know, like when you're a kid and you open yeah. all your kid presents and then you go, "Is that it?" To your parents I know. who worked And then you hard. get older and you're like, "It's it's about the the thought and the spirit." And exactly. Sometimes you get something cool, but yeah. once you have a job, you just buy yourself what you need. Exactly. You buy yourself magical. the things that you want. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. true. And that, but and then so people just get you kind of weird things. Yeah, no, people, I I love almost any gift, and I consider myself a pretty good gift giver. People know what to get me. I love dogs yeah. and music, and there you go. There's like a million yeah. things right there. I'm also, uh, although a I don't A mouse pad it, with a dog and a staff Who on uses mouse? Do you use a mouse pad? <laughs> no. No. We Somebody all have just laptops. tried to buy me a, a mouse pad recently. Yeah, you like uh, put it up on the wall An extended family member just yeah. tried to buy me a mouse pad. Uh, when we were out together and that person said, oh, look, this is perfect for you. And I yeah. was like, I don't, I don't want a mouse pad. <laughs> you frame it and use it as art. I don't need no damn mouse pad. No. I'm fairly easy to shop for because although I don't seem it, I am somewhat girly in that I love like soft things and blankets and candles and good smelling things. I love candles and soft yes, things. Awesome. I don't know what people... Like, or people, like I hate, chocolate. I, I actually hate how... Pe- like Lori will sometimes get me flowers sometimes because mm. she knows I like I like flowers. What's wrong with that? Good. They're beautiful. They're beautiful and smell good. Yeah. And I also buy candles for me. Like I like candles. So like so I mean, they're always like the one that's burning in there. I think is right. uh, fur and leather. I think mm. <laughs> it's like a really very good. Manly it's a very candle. manly scent. I either like clean or a manly. Mandel. Scent. Um, it's a mandel. <laughs> Rupert just mandels. like rolls his eyes. Oh no! Somebody's gonna start that. Yeah, I bet. There's probably already an Etsy mandels. page called Mandels. Yeah, just cedar. And yeah, cedar and cigar. <laughs> Grill. That mustache yeah. charcoal and mustache chill. <laughs> <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> Someone in my house has mustache oil and beard uh, awesome. oil, I think. Yeah, beard oil. I, I had some so he's got a very uh, well manicured uh beard mm-hmm. and, and like you know, facial hair. It is a good beard, I must say. That's good. That's good. That's a good that's a good thing. I also have <laughs> 
I also have beard products that I have to use. Mostly because uh, Lori makes me. There you go. <laughs> that's pretty much why. All right. Well, now, uh, well, I guess that's that's the end of that game. Okay. So that's been learning by listing. Rapid fire. Again, very serious. <laughs> the next game we're gonna play is also serious. Um, this is a game called "Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face." <laughs> what? <laughs> What is the point of this game? <laughs> it's always so much fun to invite people to my house that haven't heard this and uh, make them listen to <laughs> We're going to play a game called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. What are we doing? <laughs> um, no, this game was invented because... Have you ever been to a comedy show? Yeah. Like at the comedy store or something like that, you know, and you go, there's a two drink minimum, mm-hmm. you know, you spend your good American USD dollars to get in there and see the good comedy. Mm-hmm. And then you sit down, everyone, they or, you order your first drink and then the comedy starts and then 15, 20 minutes go by. And then all of a sudden the waitress is coming around to take drink orders again. Right. Okay. You're trying to listen to the good comedy. Those places are often very, very intimate tight, and tight, yeah. very small, small rooms and stuff. So the lady takes your order and then right, right away, pretty much she's got her button your face and she's taking the people's order in front of you and that bothers you well i'm trying to see the good comedy you know mm-hmm. and there's just a butt in my face and so i always want to say hey ma'am get your dang butt out of my face but she should do your job i know Ryan. i know i know but it's a pet peeve of mine okay it's i can't help it you can't i mean help. that's a pet peeve of mine too but that's why i, just I don't, don't literally like tell her places. i'm just always like oh, yeah man, just want to see the good comedy you know oh. So I just well, sit there. that's why you'd watch it on TV instead of going and seeing it live. Oh, but it's not the same. No, it's know? not. You can't be forced to buy two drinks when you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> I just, anything that involves a ton of other people and lines, I'm usually, I do like comedy, but that's probably why I've only been to like three shows in my life. Sure. Do not like paying money right. to sit in a crowded room with a bunch of other people in really nasty smelling bathrooms. And it, yeah, and it can go, and that's one of the weird things about comedy too, is it can go so bad no. quickly. I've only seen good comedy, luckily. Well, no, I, I don't mean I don't even mean the comedians. I mean like the crowds. Oh yeah, the crowds can be the the crowds really decide the night. I mean, even I've seen some good, like really yeah. good comedians just bomb wow. hard on like really bad crowds before. And it's basically always decided on who's that front line. You know, if it's oh. like a bachelor party or something, it's just, oh. it goes to hell so quick. Uh-oh. And it's just like, God, get out of here. You know? Yeah, they should but, get out of everywhere. But they spent, you know, they spent their good USD dollars to get in there. So. <laughs> We all spend our money. And we all spend happy, our money. So exactly. Um, so this game, what we do is we take something like that, something that's a pet peeve, something oh, that's been I'll be good at this one. irking our chain, something that's making us mad. We can talk about it, air the grievance, and tell it to figuratively get its dang butt out of our face. Yeah, how do I pick which grievance? Uh, well, this you know you can do multiple if you like. You can even you know if you want to, they can be small or big how or big long picture. Can we or small. <laughs> well, this will be a two part episode. Um, I'll go first so you okay. don't feel like you're on, on the you. spot. Um, mine, uh, mine this time is waiting to get paid. I'm a I'm a freelance artist. Huh. You know, actually, I think I even mentioned it to you, and when I was like, hey, I'm I'm I have every intention of giving yeah. you some money but i'm waiting on being paid right now and, and it's really did. frustrating and then i got paid and yeah. i sent some money but like but uh as a freelance artist you know it's it's hard to um have to part, a big part of your job is chasing down the money that you've earned you I know and it's so that. frustrating yeah. and i hate um like I, that's the thing is like i teach so i have some steady right. i have steady income and i have but then sometimes you do a gig and you wait for a long time 
And then I work, I work for some very well-known companies that make me wait really long and it's frustrating or so. And then sometimes you work for some like mom and pop little thing and they, they say they're going to pay you and then they, and then they forget, they, Oh my gosh, I forgot the check. Oh my gosh, it's in an envelope. I forgot my envelopes. Oh my God. You know, and then it goes on. Did you ever work at the Santa Monica Conservatory of Music? No. Oh, okay. Was it similar to that? <laughs> that was like exactly what you described. <laughs> I just figured that's what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens. It happens from time to time. It always happens whenever somebody's like, I, uh, you know, thanks so much for subbing on this gig. I, I guarantee you I'll have a check for you that day. I'm always like, okay, so I'm not going to have a check for huh, you. Huh, because I say that and then I get it to them. That's but true. I never say Some people that do. day. Yeah, so, well, like, so, you know, and that's, yeah. and that's the, as a freelance guy, you're playing for cash or checks and stuff. Right. And like, and you're like, you're, you know, oftentimes they'll say, hey, you know, we'll have the, you know the check for you right after the gig you know yeah and you're like, cool that's honest. fine but then and, and, and nowadays especially with venmo and paypal and all these right. things it's so easy right it's just now. like okay look me in the eye just pull up your phone and pay me you know yeah but i hate that and then so i have recently do you think they're like trying to avoid paying you like do you ever just not get paid no okay no i don't <laughs> do you i think refuse. if you didn't annoy them they wouldn't pay you i think so wow. i think i think sometimes people that do that sucks. yeah i definitely have friends that have gotten screwed like that for yeah. sure um but so, oh, this, so I recently had a, a thing where I, like, a lady was supposed to pay me on the day, forgot Stupid the check. Do you then, really think so she forgot So she sent it. it the next day, didn't send it. Then I waited over the weekend, you know, then she, you know, then I waited a couple of days and she goes, oh, yeah, it's right on the, it's right on the table. I'll put it in the mail tomorrow. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to come over and get it. Oh. <laughs> so I went over and got it because I, you know, she had told, and it was one of those things where she told me, every, she kept texting me like every day an update of where, of why she wasn't sending me the check. Huh. So finally, I was like, let me just make it easy. I'll just come by and pick it up, you know. Was so it I, written that day? So I did come and no, it was post, it was dated back. So I mean, okay. I think she did. I mean, I think she was, but like, but but it was just annoying. Like she could have yeah. put it was in an envelope and everything set to go. And so then I went in to I went to this person's house and her husband was waiting at the door. Uh, and he and he opened up the door and he's like, hey, all right, all right. I knocked on the door and he opened up. And he goes, hey, are you here for something? And I was like, no. I was like, no, I'm here to pick up a check. And he goes, oh, pushy, pushy. Oh my god. <laughs> And I was like, no, no, no. And then she ran around the corner and was like, no, 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 he's not being pushy. I the promise to money. You know? But it was like, I was just like, man, how did they turn that around on me to where I was the asshole? Because you're I, I did requesting the, work. the money that was promised. Yeah, you. I, you promised it to me a week ago. And, I, you know, and normally I would wait way longer. But it was one of those, th- it was on principle. And I just got done waiting for other money. And I was yeah, tired sometimes of, you just can't I wait. was like, look, I don't know this person. I got to get paid. This is yeah. crazy. That makes sense. Um, I do not so miss that. So that whole aspect, waiting to be waiting to be paid, whether it be whether it's dishonest or like just an honest mistake, right. it's just annoying and it's and it's kind of it, it sucks. It's so, always one or the other. It's either they're being an asshole and trying not to pay you, right, or they're an idiot, or yeah, or just or just honestly, it's, they're busy and just forget. And, right. But it still sucks because like you're sitting there like, dude, come on, yeah, you know, the first I'm, thing you got to do. I earned this money, you said that, you know, so it sucks. Mm. But so that's my thing today is waiting to to be to get paid. By, yeah. by freelance stuff that people either take advantage of you or just forget. It's annoying. So, hey, get your dang butt out of my face. Freaking non-payers. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Ugh. All right. I think I know which one I'm going to do. Okay. Lazy kids. Or, you know what? I won't say mm. lazy because I'm lazy sometimes. Sure. Sometimes I just want to lay down. It does not bother me if a kid is, like, tired. Right. Uh, what bothers me is how fucking rude they are sometimes oh yeah oh yeah. my god i and i i have not used the name of my school so i cannot be in trouble for you i will not use the name of the child but there was a kid today in a spanish class i sit in this class sometimes just do work when i have an off period 
And he and his little friend were just fucking around like in front of the teacher who's newer. So I don't think she was as comfortable being like, Hey, stop. Stop. Right. So I just got sick of it and I took out my phone. And I just started recording them. And now I haven't decided yet whether to send it to the mom or not. Cause I think it might not be super appropriate. Like as a teacher, just be recording your students, videoing them. Yeah. but I will be sending it to her principal and the teacher. Like, Hey, last time I talked to this kid's mom, she kind of, she was really nice and supportive, but she kind of explained to me like, yeah, he's had problems with teachers before. And Usually what it is, is you just have to, if you're really, really clear with him about your expectations, he'll be fine. And I've done that and he's been okay. Yeah. But I was like, you know what, mom, if you're going to come into this meeting and make excuses for your kid, you get to see how much of a shit he's being right now. For sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, and a lot of the, it's not always the more privileged upper class kids because some of them are so nice, but there's something about, about kids today (laughs) where they their parents make excuses for them over and over and over. You're like, dude, your child sometimes lies to you. Yeah. Your child sometimes is a dick. Your child has known about this assignment for a month and a half and still hasn't done it. Like take responsibility. Yep. Fail, learn from your failure and go on. Yeah. But there's something about <laughs> something about kids today. And you'll hear it from <laughs> a lot of teachers. Like yep. there's a lot of um, articles being published about how, People just can't teach anymore because right. kids are, and I know that every generation thinks that kids are worse today than they exactly. ever have been, and yeah. they probably are, but it's becoming impossible. Yeah. With well, and there's so many more rules for teachers now too, so it's impossible yeah, to do. Like you true. can't to reprimand the kids. You can't. You I can't. Know. You can't. You can't do anything like you know. Well, no, don't don't give them criticism. Give them a criticism sandwich where there's a compliment and then a slight criticism and then you know. I've and before that. you do that, do that to the principal and do that to you know. And it's just yes, like good, yes. good lord. Like, Which and I'll, I do take everything to our principal first because that's a way of saving her from a bunch of hassle. Yeah. Because if I just go some you know send something straight to the parent and then they go complain, they're gonna complain to the principal, not me, and exactly, she's gonna yeah. get an earful. Yeah. Which isn't fair to her. She's just trying no. to do her job. Yeah. Um. But, oh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh, yeah. The compliment sandwich is a great method if the kid has earned a compliment sandwich. Sure. This year, when I'm writing my reviews of our kids, because we do something called blueprints, which are actually more detailed, like, narrative descriptions of a kid. I'm not starting with a compliment. I'm starting with, like, this child has been disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. I guess I won't use the word lazy, but... Uh, what's a, a nicer word for the word lazy i know yeah. like hasn't done their work hasn't followed through and th- let me know what you're gonna do about it because they're probably gonna fail my class yeah cheers exactly. merry christmas <laughs> cheers so that's my get your butt out of my freaking face kids <laughs> mostly the parents god i get it i get it <sighs> sons of bitches <laughs> <laughs> and both of those things both of those things that we just did had elements of just like if you just take responsibility, responsibility for it, yes, that's like that's like with my thing with being paid. It's like if you told me it was going to take a week or two months, yeah. even I wouldn't say anything. But when you promise it over and over again, that's so shady. I expect it at some point, yeah. and then I'm pushy, pushy. Or like with you, it's like it's like take responsibility. Just I mean, just try to help me out. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm an adult. Like go with me at least for the first time. <laughs> it just becomes a pattern where I'm consistently complaining about your child, and they're complaining about me. At home. There's probably some bigger issue, but it's like. And the first time, it's like the parents just immediately coddle the kid. And like, I know. And, and I, have, I have so many. a consistent so, problem. It does. Big because time, it's, yeah. you know, most kids that have issues have consistent issues. Yeah. Because every time the issue is brought up, nothing is done to correct the behavior. Yeah. And then it just 
That's difficult, man. I just yeah. I teach in a high school just tw- twice a week, yeah. and it's uh, it, the work with parents is much always much harder right? than work with the kids. Oh know? my god, yeah, the kids are much more manageable. Yeah, it's like and it's like if you would just support yeah. me, you'd have a lot of really great results. But instead, we have to argue, you know, and now uh, and, uh, your kid treats me like dirt in class, you know. Uh, so that's, one day I'm gonna snap and just say to the parent, "Do you want to do it? Do you want to just come in and teach my class? I yeah, would come love in for and you do to it. See yeah. what they are like. Exactly. Yeah. See what it's one like day. to spend an hour in front of these monsters. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's been. Get your dang butt out of my face. When you're getting fucked by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face! Normally I don't play it twice, you know, but I just oh, wanted special. to that time. I feel like in the future, here's some unsolicited advice. Uh-huh. You might want to start with that one and end with the, the happy comments because then people will feel happier when they... <laughs> Well, see, I feel it's actually uh, opposite. I've talked about this and thought about this before because I don't want people to hear you complain as they're getting to know you. You know, I want them to get. I want them to get all the good. That is me. All the good. (laughs) That is like eighty-five percent of who I am. No, I I think Uh, everybody's that way, though. I guess. But and this is in the in the in the safe space of a game on a podcast. You know, I mean, it's a good spot to just let some things loose. Be honest. You know, just, and, and it's it's good. I mean, airing of grievances is also positive. Even right. if we're being, you know, right. if we're saying something negative, it's like we're airing a grievance to I just, I relieve ourselves. I always feel bad that I have so many negative thoughts and opinions. And no, I, I feel bad. Yeah. You have to accept it at some point. You're not going to be able to change your brain, you know? Uh, yeah. I wish I could change your brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. But it's like, you know, it's, lo- it's all about how you, what you, I mean, you can't control the thoughts, you know, you can right. only control like how you act, you know. I have, I have a dwelling issue. So I, if I think about I it at that. all, yeah. right, the all or nothing, mm-hmm. it's like, now that I've thought about it, I want to solve this problem, but I can't solve the problem of parents being stupid. Sure. I tend to escalate to like something weird will happen. And then like, like I think of this exact, I don't think I ever told this story. I'm not going to tell the whole thing right now, but I, there was a guy that um, my, my girlfriend, Lori sold a chair to on offer up. Mm-hmm. And he showed up to our place, and he didn't know that there was a man here, and he and he tried to take advantage. Not, not oh, that sounded way worse than it was. He tried, like, he tried to take advantage of her, like, like get a cheaper, you know, do, get yeah. A, yeah, and just and then and then he he left, and he came back and was slamming on our door and all this stuff. And so I came out, and and then he, and this is a crazy crazy story, but like I came out and he freaked out and didn't realize that there was a guy, and he got all scared. I ran him off, and uh, and then you know he he left fine and had his money back and stuff and but he was so frazzled he like screeched away he was so scared of what because he didn't he, like he got caught being a dick you know and uh, is the short story but he uh, that day I, I I was it was really early in the morning and I and I and like I didn't even ha- it all happened so quickly that right. I didn't even really have time to think about what how, how I felt about it you know? mm. and then as the day progressed I just started like, thinking like what was he doing why was he treating her that way like why did girls really live different it. lives yes, than us? why did so go- why did girls annoying. get treated like that like that would never happen like, to me why do I have to bring a boy with me every time I go to get my car worked on I know or every time bullshit. I go anywhere yeah that's exactly. why every woman should have a pit bull exactly so then I start doing the brain spiral like that yeah start thinking like what you know and then then like I'm like on my way home from work and I'm like gripping mm. the, the steering wheel like ah! why is this such a dick and, and meanwhile that guy's like dick drinking a beer goofing around right. with buds and like has totally forgotten and i'm like you know <laughs> 10 hours after the thing still going that like, guy ah. knows that he's an ass i don't know i don't know about that old guy oh, oh he weird... was an old guy uh i mean he was probably 50 something in his 50s yeah he doesn't know yeah but it was a really, really crazy thing me. it was a crazy scenario that happened that day yeah. but but that i i 
uh, I'll probably tell that story, the full story sometime, but, uh, but that, but those stories, like I have several stories that are like that where something kind of right. small happened and then I dwell and dwell, yes. and dwell and then it gets bigger and bigger. And then by the end of the day, right. it's this huge, like yeah, monopolizing yeah, yeah. issue in my brain. And I can't of think course. of anything else. So I get that. I, I have that same issue for sure. Mm. Um, well, Hey, this is then we're coming to the end of the episode. Okay. We're getting to the very end. Um, so the last main question I ask all my guests is very simple. The name of the show is Ryan super strong. So my question for you is, Hey, Evie, are you super strong? You used proper grammar. Oh my God. I thought you were going to be like, <laughs> Evie super strong. <laughs> use proper grammar. Well, see, it's fun. I think just in my own defense, language is, is for us, you know? True. So I like it's so I you, you, you already complimented my writing so I know how to use it. Oh, you do. So yeah. the so the You're rules. Just being a <laughs> <laughs> so I always feel like you know if, if you say something strange like like uh, or if you mispronounce something especially mm-hmm. if you mispronounce something and someone's like you mean this and I'm always like oh did you didn't understand what I meant. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I just I just said it different, but I thought you would understand from mm. context what I meant. You know, they're like, shut up, idiot. You know, I'm like, oh, jeez, oh, I didn't know you were going to get so negative. <laughs> I'm clearly being antagonistic asshole in that situation, but, but, it but it's fun. Good. Yeah, because I'm just like, who cares? It's just language. It's fun to mess around with. Yeah, you know, as long as you know the rules, you can right. break them. It's like music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, are you super strong is the question. Sure. I definitely get angry and want to punch people a lot. Yeah. Is that strength? Uh, it's it's certainly some type of strength. And then not doing it. I feel like the real strength is not blowing up at people a lot. For sure. Um, well, hey, you know, and there is a lot of different types of strength, physical, yeah. whether it be physical or emotional, have, spiritual. Which I don't have. Which I don't have. Okay. <laughs> anymore. I'm, I'm not physically very strong. I am tall. Okay. So that's a strength. I can reach things. That's, um, that is good. Physically, I, I'm weaker than most females my age. Um, How do you know that? What tests? Just, I just know I'm pretty weak. Like I don't exercise very much. <laughs> most most females my age. Yeah, and I just like you know I can't open jars and very stereotypical. That's a that's a lot of problem. I mean everybody has that yeah, problem. Yeah, like I can't lift heavy boxes. If someone's around, I'll have them help me. If not, I'll like drag it through the house. Sure. I'm pretty physically weak. Um, I am strong in my persistence. I'm hella persistent, which is a nicer word for stubborn. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think I'm strong in my convictions, which are kind of useless if you don't do anything with them. Right. Uh, I'm strong in my love of animals and, and people if they, if they earn it, animals don't have to do anything. To exactly. They just love and support. Yeah. For sure. Because they're cute and <laughs> loving. Um, <laughs> they haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. But no, I think a person, even my worst enemy, if they need help, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I enjoy helping others and I think it's important. Um, and I'm, strong i guess in that i you know put my money where my mouth is as much as i possibly can and yeah that mexico trip was was grim it was sad we we saw a lot of terrible stuff that somehow kind of like you were saying it like you don't notice it at the moment or you do but you're kind of in shock because you can't do anything about it yeah and then you leave and you're you know, my then those leaving. images start resting. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I've, I've been repeating to myself multiple times a day. Like we brought back five dogs this week. We're bringing back another seven. We brought back five dogs. We're bringing back another seven. Like we saved 12 dogs total. And then I start thinking about these other ones. Like, God, I want to bring that one back. I want to bring that one back. But, um, you know, 12 is better than zero. Yeah. Just one would be better than zero. So For sure. I guess that's strength. 
Yeah. Well, that, so you listed a lot of things that and so like, that that are really that are amazing strengths and that s- several people want to have those types of strength as well. Yeah. And so I always th- I always ask my guests to give a little bit of wisdom or encouragement, like a piece of advice that can serve as a mantra uh, mm-hmm. for people that might have you know related to you in some way, whether it be people that want to be more charitable or want to you know show more love for animals or want to be more patient or be more persistent, you know. What can be a mantra that you can give to our listeners uh, for the week until next week when a new guest comes on and gives Aww. their advice? What's the something? idea that there are people out there who want to be more hope- helpful, mm-hmm. I will, maybe you're right, even if it's just one person. Yeah. I'm, you know, people are what they are. Um, if there is one person listening who thinks maybe I could do more to help, uh, just start small. Don't think about it and do nothing like $5 does something. Yeah. That's one dog toy that I can give to a dog to make him happy. You know, sure. um, sending one email, making one phone call. That being said, I, I've never like called my senators because I live in California. But sure, I don't yeah. have to say that. And if yeah, I lived in Oklahoma, I would do it or Ohio. Um, the advice I always get when you say that is people, uh, people are always like, but you can call other senators too. You can call, you know, and I'm like, you can, you can. yeah. You Why can. would they care? In I don't know what I think. In I think it's just, just keeping those phones ringing, <laughs> bugging oh. them. <laughs> yeah. I think there's an element of just like, keep these phones ring off yeah. the hook with the same issue. You know, or, you know what, what I, the way I would phrase it. it. And I am, I, I work very hard, but I'm lazy just like everyone else. And sometimes I get home at nine 30. I'm like, well, this is, you know, I can't do this right now so I'm just gonna sit here and lay and watch tv which is fine sure if you ever reach the point where you have time to play pokemon go you have time to help others oh big time that's so a good advice if yeah. you find yourself dawdling on your phone for more than 25 minutes mm-hmm. uh that's fine if it's helping you decompress that's fine but let's be real it's not it's making your eyes hurt and it's making your brain <laughs> flustered yeah yeah just send me an email uh-huh. ryan will provide you with my email that's send right. ryan an email and i will send you an easy job to do it can be going to someone's house who you didn't realize lived half a mile from you and walking a dog. It can be liking us on Facebook so that when our grant givers go and look us up, they say, Oh, they have more likes. And sadly that is what they do yep. to, yeah. How Social many Instagram? Oh my God. Yeah. They really look at how many Instagram and Facebook followers you have when they decide yeah. whether to give you money to save animals. It yeah. sucks. Um, so there's always something you can do and it can be small like that. Yeah. And it's better than nothing. Give me yeah. five minutes. And then go play your Pokemon Go. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, I'm a big believer in like the self-care and like doing what you need, even if it does mess with your, like, because like, even if it does mess with your eyes, your brain, like if it makes yeah. you feel calmer. Sure. I'm like, and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm that way with like, with even like with religion and spirituality. I'm just sure. like, if it makes you feel yeah. like you're in touch with what's going on, then like do that if shit. If it makes like, you feel better and <laughs> it's not wrong? hurting yeah. other people, Ex- go for 100%. It. Or yourself in a way, you know, yeah. it's like, if it's like, if it's a big positive thing, like do it, you know? Um, so that being said, I think that's really good advice. I think that's thank great. You. And I want to thank you for being on my show. I want to thank you for having me. Of course. Show. Before we uh, before we uh, end, end the show, I would like to give you an opportunity to plug some stuff because sure. you know several charities, you know, sir, you know, yeah. you have websites and you know or you also work with the Pacific Opera Project mm-hmm. and all kinds of social media things you can plug I'm assuming yeah. and YouTube things. Um, so. so let's see. Uh, let's start with the opera cuz Pop is producing La Boheme, which is coming up right. in God, in like a week or two. Every December they do La Boheme. It's the hipster La Boheme. It's yeah. super fun. If you get tickets early enough, you can get a table for like 60 bucks for two people that comes with wine and food. It is amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I didn't it's know the so, deals were that. And I've seen it like three times and I always cry. 
Um, and if you can't tell yet, I'm very heartless in some ways. I know I love animals, but like I can be a total bitch, but oh my God, I get drunk and cry at Love Boy every year. Um, so that's great. And then we have some more offers coming up next year. We're doing uh, the Mikado. I believe that one we're doing in English as it was written. And then we're doing Madame Butterfly Cool. in Japanese and English. So basically if oh. it's a Japanese character, they're speaking Japanese, but it's an English character. So that should be really interesting. That's going to be the, the Aratani or Aratani theater. Right, right. Japantown, right? Yeah. We, yeah. We played, that's where we yes, played the, the uh, Sarah Symphony exactly. the second time we did it. And yeah. then the one I'm really excited about is the Magic Flu. Oh, that's going to be I, awesome. Yeah. I believe that one's in March. Um, and it's like video game theme. And for some reason, they're doing it in English. I don't okay. know why, but for us orchestral players, it like doesn't really matter. doesn't matter because the yeah. music is still amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And charitable stuff, St. Martin's Animal Foundation. St. Martin's Animal Foundation. It was named after, there used to be an island called St. Martin, just full of dogs. Yeah. I don't know if that island still exists. I think it might have been wiped under the ocean, sadly. Um, but we are always doing something, whether it's, uh, we have anti-dog fighting outreach. We have outreach for kids just to teach them to be nice to animals. We go out and we fix cats and dogs we rescue animals from mexico we try and save cows from utah so they don't do you know in utah by the way this is the stupidest thing if you want to like spend your good money on a cow which sure if you want to spend money on a cow spend money on a cow they won't let you leave with the cow unless it's dead wait what yeah like if you go to a farmer and you say i want to buy a cow and he's like sure give me 500 bucks for the cow you buy the cow so only farmers can have no it has to be dead nobody can leave utah with a live cow Oh, leave Utah. Yeah. If okay. You want to leave you. the state because they the hold cow all the has secrets. To be slaughtered. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Fuck, yeah, it's like, what does the cow know? Yeah. What are you what trying to prevent? Has it to it has dead. something to do with like the business of those stakes or something. It's so yeah. stupid. Like, if you're rich and you want to spend good money on having a pet cow, you should be able to. If you can spend good money on eating shit at McDonald's, I'm not going to stop you. But don't stop me from buying a cow. Yeah, interesting. So, anyway. so they want those Utah stakes to be. Only in that. Yeah, it's like they think you're going to take your one cow to California and slaughter it and sell burgers on the sidewalk with Something. Utah beef. It's strange. stupid. Very so strange. if we want to help a cow in Utah, we have to like <laughs> drive these back roads. That yeah, are really yeah. Dangerous. Um, <laughs> oh so anyway, we're, we're doing crazy stuff like that all the time. Yeah, that's amazing. So we can always use support. We could definitely, even if you're not So that's that's the St. Martin's. St. Martin's where all the money Foundation. goes to help that yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, and Sky Valencia is the founder of that. She is amazing. Her heart is so big and she dedicates every second of her life to she's this. like the grinch post post uh the his heart you mean like a good times. person <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. he became yeah, amazing. she's always been one um <laughs> yeah and even like money is always helpful but honestly at this point a lot of what we need is just volunteers either sure. fosters and if you ever want to foster with us we provide everything beds blankets food medicine if they need it all you have to do is have a cute dog in your house and pet them and like take them on walks. Take them on walks it's, yeah. it's a great gig. And if the dog gets sick, we'll take it to the vet. Yeah. It's the easiest thing in the world. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or um, dog walkers or if you have extra dog food or anything, yeah. blankets, donate to us. We'll take them. That's amazing. So yeah. Go That's really Martin's. cool. Man, we need to look into that because we kind of got in trouble the last time we fostered dog. Plus, oh, yeah. like, I, th- I think I told you this already. I was like, I... I just think I'm too weak of a man to do the fostering thing. It. Yeah, it's just so bad. Like uh, I was, I we, we gave this dog that we that we got that we fostered to a, a friend of mine who right. lives two blocks away from here. Were you crying? And I was crying. And we got rid of her. Yeah, it was like the hard. I mean, we like started to tear up now. I, like Aww. it just like it was so sad. I loved her so yeah. much. So that sucked. We only had her for like a little over a right. month. You know? For some, oh, he just licked me, Rupert. Uh, for some people, it's hard. I'll say, obviously, I love dogs more than anything, and I fostered yeah. over twenty dogs. And I only 
was really sad about one of them, Thumper, oh, uh, man. because I loved him. But he has an amazing yeah. life. I yeah. was just, I, I knew I was, was going to miss him, and I knew it was going to be a hard transition for him. Right. But besides that, think of it this way: if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. I cry at everything. So. And you, uh, oh, did you say? Did you? Are you still taking donations to that the, to the page that I donated to? Yeah, we extended it because we are still taking those Mexico dogs to the vet. Okay. The seven puppies who are so yeah. cute and yeah. need adopters, by the way, if you want an adorable puppy. Sure. Um, some of them are sick. So one. So of them what's the page Carvo. that people can look up on Facebook for that? They can go to Facebook and look up Evie Banuelos, uh-huh. and I have a fundraiser i guess it's just on my private facebook page we also have a gofundme also i think if you look up ethy benuelos but it's super easy if you just look up st martin's animal foundation we have a donate link on that website it all goes to it'll go through do you know when you're gonna end up in that fundraiser i think in about a week oh in a week from today when we're recording it okay so this will be after so there'll be after we It'll be before we release this episode, actually. Wait a minute. That's stupid. Why would I do that? No. I'll, <laughs> let's say I'll keep it going till the new year. Okay. If people want to send me money, why would I, I, I hope, Hopefully so. I, I hope some people do. Yeah. It'd, it'd be awesome. And I'll, and I'll, probably, I'll put put up links to that page or like That'd the GoFundMe awesome. and stuff on all the social media like yeah. before Christmas. And you'll see the pictures of so that if you, if you if you leave it up at least to like to January first, yeah. you'll let's at least have January like two 1st. weeks. Yeah, like a couple of weeks. Or let's say January 2nd. I don't know if you'll get anything or not, but hey, maybe even <laughs> if one person gave some money. Even if somebody wants to foster one of our dogs i consider that a oh, success. That be, or adopt one of our super cute dogs they yeah. are two month old puppies and they are adorable oh my gosh don't they tell Lori. So, oh i'm gonna show her all <laughs> pictures of the 12 of them. Right she wants so us to get another dog so bad oh Shouldn't man have said that. i know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well we're not really allowed is the problem yeah. like we're not allowed so when's it's, the last uh, time your landlord came over it's true it's landlords true. here and i'm a landlord are yeah. so lazy and don't give a shit <laughs> They're like, do you pay your rent on time? Great, bye. I'll never see you again. Well, we'll think about it. We'll we'll certainly think about this because we love little pups. And yeah. Rupert does need a friend. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Uh, oh, do you social media of any type that people should check out? You said the Facebook thing. Yeah. So they uh they can look up St. Martin's Animal Foundation on Facebook, or they can just look at me, Evie Benuelos. There is one other Evie Benuelos in the world. I don't know what her deal is. Um, <laughs> I'm also deal. on Instagram <laughs> and deal Twitter. Is. So yeah, St. Martin's Animal Foundation. You'll find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Nice. Am I missing any social media? It's just those three, right? Th- yeah. Those are the big. Yeah, that's the big. I mean, whatever you use is what people should check out. Ask the kids today. There's probably like twelve more. Exactly. Oh, there's a lot of other stuff. <laughs> But, that, but who cares? And it's, those are the main things. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, I yeah. think. St. Martin's Animal Foundation. For sure. Okay. Awesome. Well, and I always, uh, I always take a minute to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show, and Chris Hackman, who there's did the art? intro and at- uh, outro music. Yeah. The, the, there's a podcast logo that oh, he did for that. Cool. Um, and so then, uh, yeah, then, uh, wait, Chris Hackman did the intro and outro music as well as Help Me With The Cues. Nice. And uh, the Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan and the Gmail is Ryan is super strong at gmail.com. So, you know, be a part of the community. We're on Facebook and you can um, also go to Apple podcasts or iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast and rate and review the show. Yeah. Rate it five stars. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be Rupert a beetle. Rupert worked really hard on this. Yeah. Rupert was here. Uh, He's been here with us the whole time. Managing as a, like executive producer of this episode. He's been napping. Yeah. He has been sleeping <laughs> on the job. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Ryan. I always do one fun. thing before the end of the show, okay. and that is to talk to one listener or a group of listeners uh, really? and try to get them to up their game in some way. So okay. I'm going to do that right now because this week is no different than any other week. Sure. <laughs> so here we go. All right. Today I'm talking to Scrooges. And the theme of the show, Scrooges are those greedy little bees <laughs> that keep all their money for themselves. No. Yeah, bastards, beeholes. 
this whole episode has been about well friendship first of all but also charity being charitable during the holiday season or year round whether it be for dogs or animals or whether it be for kids or people out of work or anything immigration anything that you that you care about you can you can be the opposite of a Scrooge. You can change your wily ways. So if if you're a Scrooge, if you're a greedy beehole hoarder man or woman, <laughs> you know it's the men. What I want you to do, <laughs> you know it's the men. What I want you to do is listen to the advice of someone like Evie Benuelos, or go back in the in the archive and listen to all the podcast advice that, you, that I've given you over the or all my guests have given you over the uh, the podcast life. If you do that, if you take these changes seriously. Then maybe one day, just maybe, you could be super strong too. Just like Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>